The Starlight Lounge presents An Evening with the Progressive Box. Yeah. That's Hugo, tickling the ivories. He just saved by bundling home and auto with Progressive. Gonna finally buy a ring for that gal of yours, Hugo? Send her my condolences. Hi-oh! This next one's for you, too. There's a burglar in my heart. Thank you. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations. Hello, guys, and welcome to the Daily Fantasy Fix Podcast. I'm your host, Travis Mangone, here to break down the slate for you. Uh, we have a nice uh, nice little slate here on a Friday. Uh, it's uh, seven games. It's not a, you know one of the massive Friday slates, but I kind of like it. It seems like it's in that sweet spot. The five to eight games is kind of nice sometimes. Actually, more so six to eight games, I would say, is uh, what I like. So uh, definitely excited about that. Uh, we should be able to break this down. And uh, you know, let's just get started because it's a fun one. There's a lot of different games that we can attack. Uh, and I think uh, people will go some different routes, but the value, though, kind of seems like there's some obvious value out there. But, uh, yeah, let's get started with this slate. First game on the slate is the San Antonio Spurs and the Orlando Magic. Uh, it is a 207 total. Uh, on the Spurs side of the ball, I don't have uh, don't have a ton of interest in the uh, Spurs. I mean, they have a 106.25 total. Uh, Lamar Saldridge, if you have the money for him, I would like to, but he's starting to get a little priced up on Fantasy Draft. He's 13.3K. You can also go to options like Duante Murray. I think he's an interesting option. If you're looking for a cheap point guard, uh, you can go him at 9.9K. Don't hate that. And uh, Danny Green for 9.4K, he's another option. Uh, you know, <clears throat> without Kawhi Leonard, definitely been in a pretty good spot here. So, uh, you know, 9.4K, I, I don't hate that price tag. It's an up-paced game for them, too. we, we got to keep in mind uh, the Spurs are one of the slowest-paced teams in the league, and they're going against a team in Orlando who's one of the faster-paced teams. So, this is definitely a bump up for those Spurs uh, players because of that and uh, kind of have a little bit of interest in them. It's kind of think, though, uh, you know, as we go on with the slate, they, those are guys that are uh, possibly going to be on the outside looking in for me, though. They're just, uh, you know, they're, they're players that I want to put my lineup, but I just will find better options uh, at each spot. But uh, if you have interest in them, I don't hate it. Uh, I would not argue with that. And I wouldn't argue with the game stack, right? Uh, let's move on to the Orlando side, right? Uh, talked about game stacking a little bit. What would I do? Uh, definitely get me some Vucevic and Aaron Gordon exposure. Uh, I like Vucevic more. Uh, they're the same price on Fantasy Draft. Uh, Aaron Gordon had a massive game last game. I'll let people go jump on him there. Uh, and then Vucevic, I'll just go back to the well on him. I mean, he just, you know, he had the the he had the correct amount of usage that last game. He just wasn't making the, making the ball, and it was the Aaron Gordon show, right? So uh, hopefully this time around uh, it'll be Vucevic. He'll be the one that will get going here. And uh, against a team like the Spurs, right, that's a little bit of a slower-paced team. That's definitely going to hurt the Magic. Uh, but on top of that, uh, Vucevic, you know, could, could definitely get some good uh, good opportunities here. You know, it was the slower-type game, uh, you know, back to the basket. Uh, it would make some sense here for him, so... Uh, like him, I think Evan Fournier is another interesting option for 13K. You can have definitely get exposure to uh, Terrence Ross. He's a guy. Oh man, I do not want to. I do not want to play him after what happened. I'm probably just gonna take a break from him for now. Uh, it doesn't seem like the best spot for him. I played in these up pace games. He, is, he has been struggling, and I'm just gonna pass on him for now. And I'll, I'll go back to him at some point in the season. But for now, I'm just gonna take a pass right. Uh, pass, especially in this spot. I don't love the matchup against a guy like Danny Green, possibly, uh, or even Kyle Anderson. Just just think it's a pass spot for me. And then the point guards, too, in uh, Mack and Augustine, you know, we can get them for cheaper price tags. Augustine now we can't, 11.5K on Fantasy Draft, but Shelvin Mack for 7K, 
if you think he's going to get those minutes, if we get word, maybe he starts out of nowhere. You know, that's always possible, but I don't think we'll get that. But, uh, you know, it's obviously something to consider as a value. Uh, people have been playing him off the bench, and he's been, he's been, eh, he hasn't been anything special, but uh, just something to note at 7K could help, uh, could help round out your entire roster possibly with uh, getting that salary in there. Moving on to the next game, which uh, one you definitely should have some interest in, right? We got the Houston Rockets and the Charlotte Hornets, 2-11 total. But uh, Houston's a team that we we have interest in a lot right now. With Chris Paul out, uh, there there's definitely a reason to get exposure here. Uh, Eric Gordon, man, he's 15.3K. That is getting pretty pricey for me. I know he's been really good, but 15.3K for Eric Gordon, I think I'll pass and play some other options instead. Uh, James Harden for 23.3K. Always have to like him. If you had the salary for him, definitely get exposure. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to play him on this slate. Uh, if, if I need the raw points right at the shooting guard, but there's some other options I'm considering right now. Uh, he's definitely on the list for me. Uh, James Harden, you have to like him here. Uh, def definitely think it's an interesting spot. And I don't know if there's like some type of revenge. He wants to show up Dwight Howard, right? He gets a spot against Dwight Howard. They don't like each other. But uh, always, I pretty much have an interest in Harden on almost any slate. Uh, definitely, definitely wish it was more like a higher pace game and whatnot, but with no Chris Paul, uh, he's definitely a guy to be considering here. Uh, the amount of points that he can put up, just run on the point. Uh, definitely have to like him here. Ryan Anderson's another guy and Luke Richard and Bahamute. I want to talk about them a little bit. Uh, you know, they're definitely guys do, that we, we played last spot with no Trevor Ariza. So, uh, you know, they're definitely guys that we want to be considering again, uh, I mean, they, they had good outings. We expect the minutes to be there. Um, Ariza is currently out, so uh, I mean, it just seems like a good spot again for them. I would definitely be firing away on them, and I think they're pretty decent values on this slate. Uh, 8.4K for Mbamute, and then uh, we got 9.5K for Ryan Anderson. Uh, Clint Capella, shout-out to Andy Means. For, he had a really good call. He said uh, Clint Capella would get a double-double uh, in the first half. Uh, against the Sixers, and uh, he did that, and then he uh, absolutely smashed in that game. So shout out to Andy Means on Clint Capella. Uh, I guess I'll have to ask him today about what he thinks about Clint Capella, or if you have any questions on it, uh, you know, shoot him a, shoot him a tweet on uh, Twitter. Just uh, you know, go go find him on Twitter, Andy Means, and uh, he'll tell you if it's the Clint Capella spot, I guess, because he was right about him the other day. He dropped a massive game, but uh, yeah. Uh, against Dwight Howard, I wouldn't hate it, but, uh, you know, there's other centers I'd rather play instead. Uh, 13.4K, uh, and, you know, if I'm going to play Harden, I don't mind pairing him up with Capella because of the correlation play there. But I, I always like, you know, I always like doing that. Uh, always a fan of doing that, especially in tournaments. Moving on to the next game, or the next team, Charlotte Hornets. Uh, I definitely have interest in them here in this spot. Kemba Walker, 12.7K. Uh, I think this is a really good spot for him, a high-paced game. I know my kid Kilchrist is back, but uh, I, I'm, I'm a fan of him here. I think he's a guy you want to get exposure to. Even Jeremy Lamb, too, for 11.3K. Uh, I think he's a guy to still consider. I know my kid Kilchrist is not going to be uh, you know, fully at a go. Uh, he'll be playing, though. He'll be soaking up some minutes, but I still think he's an interesting play. And then 12.3K still seems too cheap for Dwight Howard. And in a spot like this where it's a really up-tempo game, uh, I have to like it, uh, especially against the guy, team like the Rockets. Uh, he's definitely got some bad blood for them. So uh, I, I'm going to have interest in him, in him for sure. 12.3K uh, just seems like a pretty cheap price tag uh, to me that I just don't want to really pass on. Um, it's just For some reason, he seemed priced down to start out the year, and I want to keep taking advantage of it. I have been taking advantage of it, and that's still a price tag where we can really, uh, really meet salary there. So I'm, I'm definitely gonna go fire away on uh, some Dwight Howard today, uh, especially we're on a slightly finish up where we can play tons of centers. Uh, and yeah, that's, that's kind of how I'm gonna approach this game. Moving on to the next one, we have the Denver Nuggets and the Atlanta Hawks. 
on the Denver Nuggets side of the ball. Uh, I wanted to point out on DraftKings specifically, uh, Paul Millsap is 6.3K over there. Definitely have to have tons of interest in him. That is way, way, way too cheap of a price tag. So I just want to note that. On face draft, he's a little more expensive, 14K. Uh, I think I'm going to end up taking a pass on him there. Uh, just rather, rather play some other guys instead. I just wanted to note that. Uh, on DraftKings, he just seems like a mega value that you uh, should be looking at, especially in a revenge spot, right, against the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, but moving on, uh, so on the Denver side of the ball, again, I'm not I'm not a huge I, – I, I'm a big fan of Denver moving forward. Like, I'm excited to watch them as a team. I think they're going to be awesome to watch. Uh, and I just worried with Jokic and Millsap being there, uh, worried about them eating into a little, little bit of each other, at least at the start, and like kind of just like trying to figure out how to make this all work uh, between the two of them. But – uh, I'm probably going to end up playing Jokic. I think, uh, you know, Jokic is not a bad play. Uh, 15.4K, I'd rather play him over Millsap on Fantasy Draft. Just everything that Jokic can do. And in a spot against Atlanta where they cannot, you know, they struggle against uh, big men, this just seems like a great spot for Jokic. If you if you can get a center, another center in there, which you can on Fantasy Draft, uh, 15.4K, I kind of like Jokic here. I think he's an interesting, interesting play. Moving on, we got Jamal Murray, uh, 8.8K. If you're looking for a value guard, I think he's the guy I want to get here on the Nuggets side of the ball. Uh, like him, he's been struggling recently, but uh, you know, he's starting to get more and more of the minutes. They're starting to fade Moody out a little bit. I think this is a spot where if you uh, you know want to correlate him with, with Jokic, you sure, certainly can. And uh, I like Murray here in this spot as a cheaper guard uh, at 8.8K. Moving on to the Hawks side of the ball. Uh, we got Deadmond, Muscala, Delaney, Prince, and Bazemore as the starters. We know Schroeder is going to be back, but he's going to be limited. So uh, it's going to eat into Bazemore a little bit. It's going to eat into some of these guys. Uh, you know, John Collins is still someone. He's 10.5K, which is priced up for me now. So uh, maybe I'll pass on him on Fantasy Draft. But Bazemore for 8.8K is still cheap. Uh, it's like kind of like would I rather have a guy like Gary Harris at 8.6K? Who I like Gary Harris, but uh, it seems like he's just kind of, uh, you know, pretty... Pretty just like a cash game player right now, and doesn't have a ton of upside. Or rather play a guy like Bazemore, who can show a ton of upside. With Schroeder limited, I know that's going to hurt Bazemore a little bit and cut into his usage, but uh, if you want to run back a Hawk on the other side of the ball, the guy I'd run back is Bazemore here in this spot. Moving on to the next game, we have the Brooklyn Nets and the New York Knicks with a 220.5 total. And, uh, yeah, massive total here. We definitely should have some interest in this game, right, on both sides of the ball. Uh, First off, if D'Angelo Russell is going to be out, we are definitely going to be playing Spencer Dinwiddie, obviously. Uh, Spencer Dinwiddie is in a fantastic spot. Uh, we saw what he did the other day, uh, you know, had massive game, and it's going to be just a huge, fast-paced total game. And this is a spot where Spencer Dinwiddie will definitely pay off his price tag, right? If D'Angelo Russell is out, uh, you should be playing Spencer Dinwiddie, in my opinion. i do it in tournaments. I would do it in cash games. I'd be loading up on him for only 9K. Some of these other guys on the ball, like Karis LeVert, 10.8K. Like, for me, it's just like I'd rather play Spencer Dinwiddie. It's just a better value playing for me personally. And there's other guys on the net side of the ball I would just rather play. I'd rather play Damari Carroll, who slashed him upside with 9.9K. People may forget, uh, Damari Carroll was a really good basketball player, but he's always just dealt with like some injuries, right? Always been, uh, you know, had some issues with with the Hawks with that, had some issues with uh, had some issues with the Raptors. Uh, he's just been really always had some injury issues, and this is a spot though. Seems like he's a lot more healthier, and when he is healthy and he's playing all these minutes, I want to have interest in him. Demar Carroll's just 9.9K still was kind of cheap for him, and I could see his price tag going up throughout the year. Also, Rondé Hollis-Jefferson for only 9K is, is very cheap, too. Uh, he's another guy that I think you should have some interest in against the Knicks. Moving on to the Knicks' side of the ball. 
Actually, one more last guy to note on the Nets, uh, Trevor Booker. He's 10.8K. Uh, I don't love that price tag, but I still think he's a good tournament option that you could throw in there that maybe people won't want to pay up for because, uh, you know, they'd rather just go down to a cheaper guy like Rondé Hollis Jefferson. So maybe that'll be a little bit contrarian here. But moving on to the Knicks side of the ball. Man, we got, they are the favorite, which is so surprising to see. The New York Knicks are the favorite in a basketball game. Uh, I would still bet the Nets on this if I was anyone. Uh, the, the Knicks are just so bad. And uh, the Nets actually are a team that seems like they try hard and actually go out there and want to win games. But the Knicks, they just look like a mess out there. But on DFS side of the ball, we got the Roman Sessions, 9.3K. He's the guy to have some interest in as a uh, value play. Because, again, uh, like I said, I talked about Spencer Dinwiddie. He's one of my favorite values on the slate. But it seems like a slate where we could be struggling for a little bit of value that we feel confident in. And Ramon Sessions, again, that's not one I'm super confident in. But he's one that's shown that he's been getting the minutes. I uh, wouldn't hate him. But actually, uh, no, Frank Nicolina's back. So, uh, yeah, forgot about that, that he was going to be back today. Uh, let me just double-check right now to see what his availability is supposed to be. Um, with, because with him back, that's going to eat into sessions a little bit. Uh, maybe that'll help get Tim Hardaway Jr. going, um, because Tim Hardaway Jr., let's just say this, he has been bad. He has been really, 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 really bad. But yeah, Frank Nic Nicolina will be back. I don't have word on his minutes yet, uh, but stay tuned. Uh, you know, always, if, if anyone doesn't know, uh, I always like to mention stuff at the start of the year. If anyone doesn't know, you know, Sign up, sign up for the Roto Grinders app. Uh, you know we have a, we have that. It'll give you push notifications. Uh, I know we do like the lineups pushes for MLB if you're playing MLB, but we'll push news out, right? And if there's news that Frank Nicolina is going to be, you know, you know, Frank Nicolina is going to be the starter, that'll come out through the Roto Grinders app. Make sure to have the notifications activated. Uh, but yeah, Frank Nicolina is going to be back, so that'll definitely cut in the session a little bit. So I probably won't be playing him here. But like I said before, maybe that'll help Tim Hardaway Jr. a little bit in this spot. He's 9.8K. Again, he has been awful, and I mean he has been. Terrible, but in a tournament in a 220.5 total where the Nets don't really play a ton of defense, I think we should be playing Tim Hardaway Jr. We need to embrace the variance, we need to embrace the risk that people will just be saying, He's been so bad, I don't want to play him. But we know the type of player that Tim Hardaway Jr. has been 9.8k. I'm gonna fire away on Tim Hardaway Jr. here in this spot. Moving on to one of my favorite plays in this spot, another guy who disappointed in the last uh, outing that he had against the Boston Celtics, it was Kristaps Porzingis. Uh, Porzingis is 14K here on Fantasy Draft. I think he's a really good play. I think he's cash game viable. I think he's a tournament viable. Against the Brooklyn Nets, he should absolutely dominate here in this spot. So Porzingis is a guy that I think I'm going to be firing away on in some tournaments here. Have to like him. Another guy, too, who's really cheap is Enos Kanter, who has shown tournament upside. For only 11.5K, if he's getting all that usage and whatnot, you definitely have to have interest in him. I wouldn't play Porzingis and Kanter together. I'd pick one or the other, basically, but... I think he's a guy for that price tag. He can just have a massive game. So definitely consider uh, Cantor here in this spot. Looking at guys on the bench, man, I'm just not going to mess around with these bench Knicks guys. I want to. Uh, I, I've kind of already dabbled in some of these guys. Uh, and I dabbled, dabbled in a little Kyle Quinn, and he's been he's been okay to me. Ha, don't hate going to him maybe. But, again, I'm already interested in Porzingis and Cantor. How many Knicks centers or big men do I really want to roster? And also uh, Michael Beasley's another guy I messed around with. But I, I'm just going to pass on him here in this spot. Uh, he got injured before. For and uh, I'll just gonna I'm just gonna wait 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 a little bit and uh, with with Nicolina coming back I'm gonna wait and see how the Knicks do and like what they kind of do and check out their rotations 
But anyways, moving on to the next game, we have the Oklahoma City Thunder and the Minnesota Timberwolves. And uh, yeah, this probably isn't the most popular take, but I haven't been anyone that's really been rostering the Thunder at all. Uh, I've rostered Westbrook. I've rostered Westbrook a little bit, but you know guys like Paul George and Carmelo Anthony, I have not really rostered at all since they've been on that team. It's just like there's too many cooks in the kitchen, right? Like we know that they're all still priced up, like they're on. You know, George is still priced up, like he's kind of on the Pacers, right? And or Anthony's still priced up, like he's on the Knicks. Uh, I'm just gonna stay away here until like their price tags kind of dip. That's just me personally. It hasn't burned me yet. It seems like uh, maybe it's something I have to look at and I'll, I'll check after this game. And, but um, yeah, I don't know. It just seems like a spot where I'm gonna wait for those price tags to dip. They just feel too expensive for me. Uh, Russell Westbrook, he's always in play. I mean, the guy's just such a talented player. But I'm gonna not gonna play him in this spot. There's other point guards I'd prefer to go to. Uh, I get the idea of taking the raw points that he can provide, but for me, I'm gonna pass on him here in this spot against the Timberwolves. And I think just for me in general, the Thunder are just gonna be a, a fade. Because uh, again, like you know, Stephen Adams, I don't hate him here in this spot. But there's just a ton of other centers I've already talked about that I'd rather roster. So for me, uh, the Thunder are going to be a fade for me. And it's not the, I don't feel the best about it, right? Uh, if I if I can get Westbrook in there, I will. But uh, other than that, if I don't get him in there, it's just going to be a full-on fade for me. Uh, just because, again, uh, you know, I, I don't want to, I don't want to always be on full fade with Russell Westbrook. That's a scary spot to be at. And those raw points are kind of nice and a value opens up that you like. Uh, you know, Russell Westbrook is a guy you always want to have. So uh, hedging a little bit by saying that because obviously, uh, you know, I don't want to say full on fade Russell Westbrook because that's a scary spot to be at. But uh, if, if it fits the roster construction, uh, I always like to jam in his raw points. But he's definitely not that guy that we had last year. Just that's something to note. He's not going to be, uh, you know, Mr. Mr. Triple Double night in, night out. He's not going to be uh, always putting up those massive games. And he's still priced up like uh, he's still priced up pretty high. But let's move on to the Timberwolves side of the ball. Uh, we got. Jimmy Butler, 13.2K, man. He's a guy that burned all of us, uh, not all of us, but a lot of us the other day. Uh, definitely uh, frustrating, but I think this is a spot we can go uh, back to the well on him. Could be a game that he gets up for here uh, with all these stars, and, you know, he's going to be guarding, uh, probably guarding them up. I don't mind Jimmy Butler here in this spot against the uh, against the Thunder. Uh, I'm guessing Andre Roberson will be on Andrew Wiggins, I'm thinking. I'm thinking as the scoring threat that they would maybe put him on, but I wouldn't be surprised if they put him on Butler either. Uh, maybe that's something we can uh, catch on Twitter before the uh, before the game starts. Uh, it's an 8 o'clock start, so uh, probably not, but something to note. Uh, another center to have a little bit of interest in is Carl Anthony Towns. The problem is just the price tag, right? 17.4K. Uh, I like him in this spot, but the problem with Carl Anthony Towns is the price tag is too high, so that'll probably make me pass on him. Uh, Taj Gibson for 8.5K for really struggling for value. I could see going to him, uh, a little revenge for him against the Thunder. So if you need value, I wouldn't hate going to Taj Gibson for 8.5K. But again, not 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 super interested in this game. I know it's a 217.5 total. Uh, if you told me I had the roster one guy from each game, it'd be probably Russell Westbrook on uh, the Thunder side, and then it'd be Taj Gibson on the opposite to get a little bit of value in there uh, to kind of help uh, you know balance out Russell Westbrook. So if I games if I wanted to get exposure to one each side of the ball, that's kind of how I would take uh, take the approach to this game. Moving on to the next game. Uh, we have the Washington Wizards and the Golden State Warriors. This is a game, ah, man, I want to definitely load up on here. I think it's a spot where there's so many good spots you can play. Uh, one of my favorite plays of the day uh, is going to be Clay Thompson. Uh, 13.1K, I don't love, uh, you know, I don't love the love having to pay that price tag. Uh, that, you know, obviously tons of guys you can play around the industry. 13.1K, I don't hate, uh, but... Um, 
yeah, it's just a fantastic spot for him. And you know, the whole narrative that they have going around right now uh, with him trying to, you know, however much, every point he gets, he donates, I think, $3,000 or something like that. Uh, it's, it's, it's every point he makes. So uh, he's just trying to put up as many shots as possible. He says it's not altering our game, my game, blah, 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 blah. But listen, if Steph Curry sees Klay Thompson wide open for a shot, he's going to get him the ball, right? Uh, and he's going to get the ball anyways in that spot. But, you know, if Curry's standing there with with, with a pretty good shot, but he sees Klay open for a pretty good shot, I think he's going to pass it over to Klay and get him, get him an extra bucket. Uh, but anyways, this is just a great spot in general because Bradley Beal is not a great defender. So this is a fantastic spot for, for, uh, for Clay Thompson anyway. So I like Clay Thompson, uh, in cash games. I don't know if I do it there just because Clay Thompson is normally a guy I don't like the roster in cash, but in tournaments, I'm going to be loading up on Clay Thompson. He's a guy I'm going to have a ton of exposure to, uh, always like Kevin Durant. Uh, I think you can get exposure to him here, but I rather just, you know, if I'm going to play a forward, I'm going to play Draymond Green here for 6.5 K. Uh, this is just a great game environment for him. The up and down type game that the Wizards uh, have, you know, they're going to be running the running up and down the floor. This this game environment fits Draymond Green well. I would definitely have interest in him here. And then uh, Steph Curry for 18.2k. I, I don't hate him there too. If you want to get him in there, I don't mind pairing him up with a Draymond Green or a Clay Thompson. I know some people say that. Uh, you know, Curry and uh, Curry and and Clay Thompson can eat into each other, and I understand that that to a certain extent they they do, but they can also correlate with each other, right? A lot. And at these price tags, I still think that they're able to, right? It's when they get kind of priced up a bit, like when we see Steph Curry at ten, like you know, on for instance on DraftKings when we see him at ten k, that's something to obviously be concerned about. But for eight point nine k for Steph Curry, and I could pair him up with Clay Thompson who's a uh, six point eight, I still think that they both have upside. I played them the other day against that Raptors matchup because I really liked it. And I'm gonna go back on the well. Uh, I'm going to fire away with this again. I think it's an interesting spot for both of them, and I think correlating them is is still very viable, especially in a game total like this at 231. Uh, against a team like the Wizards, I think it makes some sense here. Uh, other than that, between that... Other than that core four, basically, on the Warriors, I'm not going to play any of these other fringe players. I'll just move on from there. Let's look at the Wizards' side of the ball, though. Uh, one of the point guards I like, if you got the money for him, John Wall, 19.8K. I, I think this is a great spot for him. Uh, we're not really worried about uh, Curry on defense. Uh, John Wall could definitely eat here in this spot. I know he's been – has not been that great to start out the year, right? He's he struggled. Uh, and we, we thought he, the spot to just for him to dominate was against uh, Alonzo Ball, and all the spotlight was on him. He was one of the cash game plays of the day. Everyone loved him. But in tournaments, man, I'm a fire back with John Wall. Why not? Uh, ownership might be depressed here because of this. Uh, I you know, haven't seen any ownership uh, stuff. Uh, it's very early in the day still. So, yeah, be on the lookout for what Chris Jimino does with the ownership. Uh, but I still think John Wall will not have tons of ownership because of what happened. He burned a lot of people the other day. And people are going to say, oh, he, he couldn't he couldn't destroy Lonzo Ball. How will he do well in this spot? Well, I mean, it's a fast-paced game against the Warriors. Uh, we've seen him eat in this spot before. I like John Wall a lot. I'm going to fire away. He's probably my favorite wizard to play. Uh, I like Otto Porter where he's still cheap. Uh, 13k don't don't mind that price tag uh, over there on fantasy draft uh he got priced back up on DraftKings, but yeah definitely think that uh definitely think that um he's a good play here in this spot auto porter uh worry about draymond green a little bit but i still have interest in auto porter because of the upside he has uh, besides Otto Porter, I don't hate Bradley Beal in this spot. I do worry he's going to have Clay Thompson on him, though, and I'm not going to want to deal with Clay Thompson defense here. I'd rather just get a load up on some John Wall. Uh, and then Marcin Gortat. Like, I don't hate him here in this spot. Uh, he's just really cheap, and again, I know on we talked about a bunch of centers here, but on Fantasy Draft, we can play those centers. He's only 9.9K. Uh, man, I think Gortat's an interesting play here. I would not... 
you know, I would not not want I would not not ignore him here in this spot. Basically, I think he's someone that we should have some interest in. Uh, it's just a very cheap price tag in a fast-paced total game, and I think he can keep up with that. Uh, you know, keep up with that game environment. Uh, also, don't want to like sleep on a guy like Kelly Oubre, right? He's someone to consider. He's been getting a lot more minutes with all the injuries. Uh, Kelly Oubre for 9.7K. This could be a game that fits his uh, game style pretty well, so I, I don't hate him too. I think he's another value. Again, all the guys in this game, right? Uh, it's a two, 231 total. Uh, we should definitely have interest in it. It's uh, seven points higher than the highest total on the slate. Uh, and speaking of the highest, to uh, second highest total on the slate, we have the Toronto Raptors and the Los Angeles Lakers at a 224 uh, over-under. So loading up on the late games doesn't seem like a bad idea with all this fantasy goodness here. But let's talk about the Raptors side of the ball. Uh, my favorite play on this side with Jonas Valanciunas likely out and Lucas Nogueira questionable. Uh, man, Serge Ablaka uh, here. Uh, Serge Ablaka, he's a guy that could get tons of blocks here in this spot. On FanDuel specifically, have to love him for that block upside against a team like the Lakers. Uh, it makes a ton of sense. So, uh, yeah, Toronto Raptors, I, I love Ablaka here, man. 9.3K, that is just a crazy price tag for him over here on Fantasy Draft. One of the better values on the slate, in my opinion. I'm going to load up on a Baca here. Uh, I think he's a really good play. Kyle Lowry, you know, point guards against the Lakers. Have to like that a lot. Uh, I think Kyle Lowry is a guy that we should definitely be getting exposure to here today. Um, you know, he's just, uh, you know, he, everyone's going to be like, oh, what about John Wall yesterday, the other day? Uh, I don't care about John Wall yesterday and what happened. Uh, you know, the Lakers are still not good against point guards. They will continue to not be good against point guards, so it makes sense. Uh, DeMar DeRozan, I believe he's a he's a SoCal guy. Uh, so he maybe he gets up big for this game. Uh, I, I'm not a guy who likes the roster, DeMar DeRozan, so uh, I will probably pass on that price tag. Uh, let me see what his price tag is here on Fantasy Draft. Uh, he is 14K. So it's like, would you rather have... DeMar DeRozan, I know they're different positions, but we'd rather have DeMar DeRozan for 14K against the Lakers, which is a good matchup, or we'd rather have Porzingis for 14K against the Nets. I'm taking Porzingis straight up, uh, you know, if, uh, you know, I just think it's a way, way better spot for Porzingis than a guy like DeRozan, just the upside. DeRozan has, I feel like it's never there. Like, that 50-point game upside, I feel like it's not there like it is for Porzingis. I know he can get it, right? He did it last game. Uh, I was looking at FanDuel pricing just now. I know he can get that, but uh, on a site like Fantasy Draft, where I can load up on these big men, which I like doing, uh, I'm going to rather do that instead, and I just think Porzingis is a better play straight up. Uh, other than that, a guy like uh, Norman Powell uh, for 7.9K if you need a value and you're trying to just get exposure to this game and game stack it up, or CJ Miles, I don't hate doing that, but uh, not guys I'm uh, certainly in love with. And then uh, Lakers side of the ball. Let's end it off with this. Uh, we got, So one guy I actually wouldn't hate is uh, a Brooke Lopez. He's only 12.5K, which is a cheapish price tag. And, uh, you know, in a fast-paced game and whatnot, uh, you know, he's obviously not a guy I'm planning on getting the rebounds, but he's a guy that can certainly get 30 points. Uh, if he's, uh, you know, hot from three, he can definitely do that. But, uh, you know, straight up, would you rather play Brooke Lopez or Dwight Howard for me? It's probably Dwight Howard. So maybe Lopez is a guy, again, I've talked about a lot of centers here. Maybe maybe Lopez is a guy that ends up falling out for me and I don't end up playing. But uh, he always seems like he's a little – he always seems like he's a guy that's a little too cheap uh, for his price tag. Uh, like, for instance, on DraftKings at, at 6K, um, I wouldn't hate going him there. Like, uh, Dwight Howard on DraftKings is 7.1K, so there's a big difference. Like, on Fantasy Draft, definitely be loading up on Dwight Howard instead. But on DraftKings specifically, uh, for that price tag, uh, 6K, I don't hate firing away there for a total that they have. Uh, in that game environment, man, I think it's super interesting at that price tag. So just want to note that. Uh, maybe not a Fantasy Draft play, but probably a DraftKings play. But 
Uh, yeah, moving on, we got Lamar Ball, who, uh, yeah, I'll definitely play him for 12.8K. I like that price tag. Uh, I think he's the Laker I probably would want to get exposure here. I'm not really scared of, uh, you know, I'm not really, I mean, uh, Toronto's not a team I'm attacking at the point guard, but I'm not, not worried about it. Uh, I think 12.8K for what he can do, right, the upside he has, the triple-double upside. Uh, not many guys have that, so I'd have interest in him. And then even if Tavius Caldwell-Pope at 9.4K with all the minutes he gets, man, he is going to need to play a lot of minutes because there's going to be always going to be a Kyle Lowry on the floor or DeMar DeRozan that needs to be covered, and uh, Caldwell-Pope is going to need to be out there. For 9.4K, I like having interest in him just – He's just a guy that needs to play tons of minutes and uh, has some upside. So yeah, Caldwell Pope is another guy I would have interest in. So for me, if I'm ranking the you know the plays in this specific game, I'll go Abaka on the Raptor side of the ball is my favorite play. Then uh, my number two play on the Raptor side of the ball would be Lowry, and then on the Lakers side of the ball, I'd go uh, Ball is my number one, Caldwell Pope my number two, and then Lopez. Uh, specifically on DraftKings, my number three. And I uh, don't hate Larry Nance, too, as an interesting value play. Uh, but, yeah, that's about it for the slate, guys. Uh, you know, definitely enjoyed talking about it. I think it's a really fun one. I think there's a lot of different ways to go. Uh, you know, we have a bunch of different totals. Like, specifically for me, like the Nets and Knicks game, the Wizards-Warriors uh, game, and the Lakers-Raptors game, I think they're just games that people are going to want to load up on. And don't forget, like, the Thunder-Timberwolves game. That game just got all the stars in it, right? All the, the names that people know. So, and a ton of interesting games tonight. Uh, you know, have to love it. Uh, I love it. Fantasy basketball is back. It's a great time of the year. We also have, uh, you know, football coming up this weekend. So, you know, check out all the great Roto Grinders content uh, that we have for the NFL stuff. We got tons of NFL shows on Friday nights that are awesome to listen to. So if you're not doing much on a Friday night, give that a listen. Or, uh, you know, if you're doing, you know, something on Saturday, you know, say you're running out doing some errands, uh, mowing the lawn, anything like that, just throw on a podcast. That, you know, throw on a Roto Grinders podcast. We got tons of great NFL content. Content, so give that a look. Also want to thank Fantasy Draft for sponsoring uh, the show. Uh, head on over there and get into some of their contests. Play some of their rake-free head-to-heads. Those are awesome. So, yeah, getting those for the NFL weekend. Uh, again, thanks a lot, guys. Uh, for me, Travis Mangone, I am out. Pros do it right by relying on trusted brands because your reputation depends on it. Lowe's is here to help by having more of those brands in stock like DeWalt. So when you need a DeWalt tool fast, you know where to go and where to save. Because we stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. And now you can save $100 on a DeWalt XR2 Tool 20-volt max brushless power tool combo kit featuring a drill and impact driver for just $289. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616 U.S. only. Pros do it right by relying on trusted brands because your reputation depends on it. Lowe's is here to help by having more of those brands in stock, like DeWalt. So when you need a DeWalt tool fast, you know where to go and where to save. Because we stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. And now you can save $100 on a DeWalt XR2 Tool 20-volt max brushless power tool combo kit featuring a drill and impact driver for just $289. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616 U.S. only.